You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price, and we are here at Feinstein's 54 Below for the big press upfronts. What's popping in December? What's going on into the new year? And it turns out that this young man who I have not yet met before, we have not met in my, my standings of being ridiculous with, with the theater people, but Seth Sykes is here, director, actor. Would you assistant director on the band's visit? Is that correct? Right. On the touring company as well as both. The, yes, both? Honey, this young man is about to come to 54 Below and turn it out for New Year's Eve. You and Annalie Ashford are both doing shows that night. Seth Sykes, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. This is really great for me because I love when I get to meet people that are doing the theater that I have not yet met in my few years of covering what's happening. First of all, how exciting to have something to do on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. How, how is this great for you? Because, like, I don't, I don't know a lot about you in terms of seeing you do lots of things in terms of, like, the cabaret stuff. So is this, like, a passion side piece in terms of the directing as well as the acting and the singing? Do you do it all? Uh, singing is my passion. I've, okay. I've sort of paid the bills and uh, kept my foot in the theater by being an associate director for the last 10 years, but this has sort of been my, my, uh, my passion project over the last five years. I've done, I think, 12 or 13 shows here at 54 yeah, Below. The Minnelli's, Eliza Minnelli. Well, mostly yeah. the Judy Garland ones yeah. and the Eliza ones. And uh, this is my attempt to break away from doing tributes to just these, these ladies of the theater. And... Since it's the since uh, since where it's it's going to be ni- 2020 the next day, mm-hmm. I'm doing all 20 songs from the 1920s. So all the songs that night will all be 100 years old, very soon. And of course, you're only 12, so <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. So what a wonderful, fun kind of classic throwback evening in this kind of speakeasy type setting that we have down here. Exactly. I think that people can really get a sense of... And you know, we have a seven-piece band, so we're trying to make the orchestration sound like they did in the actual 20s. So I think people will have that feeling of being thrown back in time a whole century. So now you should have people come in and call it like a Great Gatsby evening. Right? That's right. Maybe we should have called it that instead. <laughs> Look at, see, you should have called me, Seth. This is why we don't know each other. We, if we didn't see, God. So, okay, so let's see. So I'm trying to think 20s. Like, who's who's who are the big names of the day? Well, the Gershwins were starting to get going mm-hmm. then. Um, of course, a lot of the better-known Gershwin songs have come, come come a little later. later yeah. But Cole Porter started started in the 20s too. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of those guys. You know what's been interesting to me? Uh, to find was doing research for this is that there are a lot of really dirty songs <laughs> <laughs> and I mean like so raunchy that they wouldn't let me perform them here there I couldn't believe the words they said in the 1920s like <laughs> <laughs> is how clean is this sh- how clean is your baby we can go anywhere you want this this, this is why I do my thing well, okay. I, I, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be singing this song but there's a song from the 20s called My Girl's Pussy which is very popular <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! There's a performer named uh, named Lucille Bogan as well, who did like really dirty, dirty blues. Um, and frankly, I couldn't believe some of the things I heard. But anyway, we're not doing we're not doing those. Um, Eddie Cantor is a cleaner version. His songs are a little uh, risque, but usually more double entendre and not okay. just filthy. <laughs> Oh, Seth. I guess now we know what you're going to be doing on New Year's Eve. How are you living? 
Well, how fun. See, but now how much fun is it, though, to go back and discover that as a theater artist and a musical artist? Because, that, like you said, there's a whole genre of filth that we did not know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it's been really fun, but mostly I was, it was such a surprise because some of the dirty words that I heard in these recordings were where I would have thought have been invented in the 90, 80s and 90s. And I thought, wow, they were saying that back then? I'm not going to say that here. Um, there's a lady present. <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's so fun. And there's so, just the dirty song aside, mm-hmm. there's so much music. That, and, and I, I, it was, you know, during the Great Depression. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> people were sad, broke, and horny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that, I think that's a good combination for like, for like, for song. yeah, for mute, you know, for artistic output, you know. And and, and it's also fast and fun, and you mm-hmm. know, it, they call it the Roaring Twenties for a reason, yeah. for a reason. But also, it was also the be the beginning of the radio. Yeah. So the pop, radio didn't become popularized until the middle of the century. So some of these songs, these Tin Pan Alley people would write these songs, and then people would buy sheet music. You would, you would buy, you, that was the be- most popular way of selling songs was sheet music. But mm. suddenly there was the radio, right. and you could, and so I think people there were just so many writers, and people were so excited about music mm. at that time. What's the, here's the question then for you. How long have you been in New York? Eighteen years in in July. So then you will join me in lamenting the loss of the Colony Record Store on the corner of 49th and Broadway that is now a CVS. Yes, it makes me very sad every time I walk past that corner. When you say, because as soon as you said sheet music to me, that was the first place that I went to. It was like, oh my God, I have an audition and I can't. Oh, I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a loss. It's a yeah. big loss. Do you happen to know a man named Michael Levine? Do I know Michael Levine? Yes, I know Michael Levine. Actually, Michael Levine, director Michael Levine, and, and creative artist Michael Levine. Music director, but he's the hoarder of all sheet music. So, <laughs> so he has, you know, his apartment is literally built to where he has, you know, like just file cabinets along all the walls, and he has every song ever written. So, so. It's sad the colony's gone, but it's easy to call Michael Levine. <laughs> well, Seth Sykes, it is really, really a pleasure to meet you. I'm it's so excited. And Seth Sykes is going to be here at Five Cents Fifty Four Below, December thirty first, ringing in the New Year's. You're the first. You're going to be the first up, though. It's you at seven o'clock. That's right. That's and then right. he's going to also be followed by crazy psycho fabulous Annalie Ashford, who I love and adore as well. And again. People, when you're coming to New York and you're making your plans to find something to do on New Year's Eve, find something to do in general in New York. Find Science 54 Below is a great place, but what a wonderful way to ring in the new year in some cute 20s garbs, dipping and doing it like it's, you know, it was like, it's like Cole Porter is right outside. That's, that's right, that's right. And you'll be done by 8.30. You can go to Times Square or whatever other debaucherous party you want to go to. <laughs> Is that your plan, Mr. Singing About the V? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much, Seth. And we will be back. 